Product Podcast is sponsored by Untamed Publishing, Anchor FM, Women of Vision, KD, MB, Tyler Landscaping, and Author Exodus Morning. Thank you to all of our sponsors and supporters. Hi, you guys. Get Caught Up is on the move. Welcome to the new GCU. Follow us on Twitter at GCU underscore podcast. That's GCU underscore podcast. And make sure you follow our new web address at anchor.fm forward slash get caught up. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Get Caught Up Podcast, and I am your host, Untamed, the operator and creative creator of Untamed Publishing and the Get Caught Up Podcast, and we are sponsored by Untamed Publishing. If you need an author interview, a book review, editing services, or any of the plethora of services that we offer as a new author, an aspiring author, or even a seasoned author, head over to our website at www.untamedpublishing.net. And you can click on our Books and More Store tab to see all of the great things that we are offering. And I just want to give a major shout out to all of our sponsors and all of our supporters. You guys are so amazing. You give me just the courage to continue to come through every week. I love the way that you love on Get Caught Up. And I thank you, thank you, thank you so, 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 so much. It is September, you guys. So I have to take time out to just say hello, September, and happy September to you all. I hope that you all remain safe. Um, With social distancing, we are still trying to just get through this pandemic as best we possibly can. So do your part to stay safe and to help protect yourself and others. And make sure that on November the third you get out there and you vote you vote you vote and i also have to give a special happy birthday wish to all of the september birthday babies happy birthday and i want to just say it is a special month for me because on the 16th of this month my better half and i will be celebrating 20 years of holy matrimony so i just want to go ahead and get that quick shout out into my hubby of 20 Tonight, you guys, we are back with the award-winning romance author, Denisha Little. This is her second time on the show, so she is like family now to me and to the show. And I promise you guys, I'm going to read her bio to you, and then I'm going to say something that I need to say. And (laughs) that I have to get out. But Denisha Little is an Air Force veteran who loves to write about the power of healing, compassion, and love. Her goal with each story is to not only entertain the reader, but to also leave them feeling inspired. In 2018, she won a Heartbreaker Wadi Award for the mastery of tugging on heartstrings. She currently resides in Raleigh, North Carolina with her family. And you can visit her website at www.dslittle.com. And she can also be found on social media at dlittlewriter. I would like to introduce to some 
and reintroduce everyone else. This is Delisha. Delisha Little. Thank you so much for joining us. How hey, are you? I'm good. How are you? I, I am doing fine. Look, now I said I was going to say something. So I'm going to say this real quick because I don't want to make you emotional. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. You guys, I don't know if you all listen. If you didn't, go back and listen to that podcast. She was on here um, last year. And we discussed unapologetically me and a little bit of a silence gift. And it was my first time being introduced to her as an author and just getting to know her. Now, my thing is, whenever I have guests, I always try my hardest to have read at least one of their works or a portion of their works. Sometimes it doesn't always stand out like that. And this is one of those times I knew about the work, but I had not read it. But one thing I will assuredly say about you, Denisha, when you were on, you absolutely, you sold me so hard. On that, <laughs> on you, I like, I fell in love with the books <laughs> listening to you talk about your books. And I was like, <laughs> and so, you, I never told, as soon as we got off, like, it was like, I don't I don't have time to go to the audio engineer. I don't have time to do any of this. We'll deal with that in a second. Let me go get this book on the Amazon. Oh, that was so sweet. I didn't know that. <laughs> that was, was so like, sweet. I was like, let me go get this book off Amazon and read this book. And I got, I was like, okay, I think I might have been two chapters in. And I started hitting up all my little book friends. And I was like, y'all got to get this book. <laughs> I don't know. I said, please get this book. And I was like, you know what? After that, I was like, she has got to come back because I am a fan. I'm fangirling out. My listeners know me. I will start sniggling and giggling, so I'm going to try not to. I'm trying not to, but you guys, when I say I am truly a fan, I am a fan like I'm a fan and I have had the blessing and the pleasure and opportunity to work with Denisha and other things that we had we did together you know through Untamed Publishing and just getting to know her and she's such a sweet spirit like y'all can't tell me nothing bad about her right or her so uh, I stand for her and for her writing let's be clear (laughs) so so, but that, that night I got all of that out of the way. That was so cute. <laughs> I was like, I gotta get this off my chest. I gotta say this. So, I was like, y'all know I had to bring her back. So, you guys, um, I just want to start with this part. We are discussing what's best for me, parts one and two, which are actually parts three and four of her Unapologetically Me series. Mm-hmm. And when you the first time we were talking about unapologetically me and a little bit of a silence gift and mm-hmm. that story was focused on Jaren aka Jericho and Fatima mm-hmm. and their relationship and um how they got together through uh the right now <laughs> she was writing stories about mm-hmm. him <laughs> and he, he was an entertainer Mm-hmm. And so parts three and four, which is what's best for me, and parts one and two, is focused on Darian, another entertainer who's an RB singer, and Chanel, who is Fatima's best friend. Mm-hmm. So 
I just want to give you a second to, you know, just talk about the correlation between the characters Fatima and Chanel and Jaren and uh, and Darian. So I'll let you speak on that first of all. Okay. Well, before I go into that, I want to say I'm equally a fan. Your books, you pull up my heartstrings and they give me goosebumps and I have to step away from them sometimes. But I like stories like that. So I, you know, I'm equally a fan. And happy anniversary to you, 20 years. That's big. That is so, I'm so happy for you guys. That's big. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. And 20 years is still in love. That's the Hey, you know, that's rare these days, girl. That's rare. That's we rare. read these books. We be writing them. I know. Like, I don't you know how it is out the street. Right. I, I hadn't had a character that made it past five years. Yeah. <laughs> I'm right behind you. We're coming up. We're 17 and a half. We're coming up on 18 next summer. So I'm oh, right behind you. Awesome. <laughs> that, and that's rare, too. I think anything past two or three years these days. Is- Hello. <laughs> Congratulations. Thank oh, you. Thank you. Excited. That's great. Thank you. <laughs> but uh, to answer your question, <laughs> the correlation between um, Fatima and Chanel, um, actually Chanel was not even supposed to be a spinoff or a character. She was literally just supposed to be a secondary fun character to lighten up my scenes in Unapologetic to Me. But as I was writing it, it was just like she just kept talking to me and it was like a story was there. And she was just supposed to be the wild fun friend who goes and is not ashamed to have one night stands, will tell you, I just wanna sleep with him to see what it's like. Like she's that friend. And that's all she was supposed to be, just that light fun friend that everyone's just like, oh, Chanel's crazy. That's just Chanel, she's crazy. But um, <laughs> when she met Darian, which Darian is, um, he had done collaborations with Jericho, who was a hip hop and Darren's R&B. So they had done collaborations together and they're equally private and so they both are very close to their mothers and they bonded on that so it allowed them to be more than just industry friends they're friends Mm -hmm. they're not best friends but they have a genuine friendship and so chanel jokingly was just like hey fatima whenever darian is around hook a sister up (laughs) he's on my bucket list and so when and when she did that they all happened in a silent gift in the sequel to the tip Fatima and Jaren's story. So once they did that, it was a hilarious thing for me to write that he wore her out and it was funny, but then they just kept running into each other and in between they kept having their own thing. And it just was like, they just kept talking to me that they wanted each other. And I was like, you know what? Let me explore this because <laughs> you guys keep talking to me. Y'all are just with me smash buddies. But let me see what's there. <laughs> oh my gosh. And she's like, very different than Fatima. Very. Like, she's the wild one. She don't care. She doesn't, you know, that's how she's presented in the first two books. She doesn't care. Like, and, you know, she's mm-hmm. very distant. Doesn't sh- share much with herself. Doesn't want to be in love. Doesn't look for being in a relationship. She's never had a real relationship. She's never been in love. Versus, you know, Fatima's very timid, quiet, you know, unsure, insecure, you know, so they're very different. Absolutely, they are. And I was, I will admit, I was literally blown away 
when you introduced Chanel's story. And I was blown away because, like you said, I got that she was the fun friend. She was the wild friend. She was there for the comic relief, you know, and all the things that Fatima was going through because Fatima went through some heavy stuff, you know, with Mm -hmm. with both both of your stories. They went through some heavy stuff. Like, I thought Fatima went through a lot. Woo! I mean, she did, but but my goodness. Chanel's story blew me away because it was like, oh my, it was really that that microscopic view where you see all of this on the outside, even for her and Darian. And I think that's what made their story so dynamic, at least it did for me. Mm -hmm. You saw them in the first two books in this very different holistic lens. Like they were Mm -hmm. the the outer scope of them. He was the bad boy R&B singer Mm -hmm. who made all the draws fall for all the ladies. And so... (laughs) (laughs) like hey I hook up with him she was you know like it doesn't matter but it, it's just a thing and you know we then, all have that bucket list I want yes. like I want to see but this person you know yes. Morris Chestnut you had the list right you have that bucket list like this okay her bucket list <laughs> he if was I ever home. met him <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> Look, and she was too excited when she found out her best friend was hooking up with Jericho. She was like, wait mm-hmm. a minute, I'm about to clear this bucket list. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly. And, and you know what? If one of my best friends, I would be the same way. <laughs> Right. Like, that's the perks to be your best friend now. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. exactly. It's so funny because I, I just made a joke because uh, the news came out Tyler Perry is now a billionaire. And I, I don't oh, have I any. That. Wow. That's yes. Yeah, it's like I don't even have any type of attraction to <laughs> Tyler Perry. And I just made a joke with my friend when she shared it. And I shared the little the little gif and I was like, hey, big head. <laughs> she, was like, <laughs> she, she was like, you know what? I can't stand you. <laughs> she was like, I'm trying to share something positive. And you up here. I was like, just in case he sees this. <laughs> Just in case. Hey, like just in case, I was like, never know. <laughs> I was like, being a Tyler, I was like, I'm telling my husband, okay, we gonna put on pause for like. <laughs> you know? Oh no, this is business, babe. This, this is business. business. This is business. This is business. Some transaction just needs to happen. <laughs> I'm trying to take you where we're going somewhere big now. Follow me. Follow me. But look, we're coming back. We're actually going together. You just gotta stay in the back. Exactly. <laughs> just stay back there. I, I'm gonna get us there. I'm gonna get us there. <laughs> We just got to talk about our anniversaries here. We're horrible. We're horrible. I'm doing this for the family. We're horrible. Look, I'll name the jet after you, okay? Right. We're trying to. We're trying to tell them how to stay married for years. I wish I was like that when I was in my 20s. I honestly do 
Which right. Was, that's why she is my was my favorite character right about because I was like, I wish I was this self-assured at 20. Right. Or oh, the perception man. of self. Because it was a perception of self-assurance. Mm-hmm. It was a, a, a it was a mask. It sure was. Her protective mask. Yeah. And you know what? And we're gonna get into that. We're gonna take a quick break and then I'm okay. gonna let you get into her mask because I, I really want to get into the depth parts of Darian and Chanel but we will be right back in just a moment we all know reading is fundamental when you visit KB's bookshelf you can find books in multiple genres to entertain and educate Writers can even find literary services of value to their success, like our ever-popular manuscript critique and book review. Reading allows us to escape, explore, and share our experiences. I hope you'll visit us today at www.kbsbookshelf.com and allow us to take you on your next adventure. Looking for a place you can get something for everyone? Butterfly Spirit LLC is a boutique that has you covered. From apparel, accessories, health and wellness products, and even custom design press-on nails. Visit us at ButterflySpiritLLC.com where comfort meets a piece of style. Hello, 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 and we are back, you guys, and we are joined tonight with Denisha Little. We are discussing her books, What's Best for Me and What's Best for Me Part 2, and a whole lot of other stuff that we shouldn't be talking about, but we're here. (laughs) (laughs) We're just having fun. (laughs) We're having fun. This is a fun conversation. So when we went to break, we were discussing, you were just going into how... Chanel had a perceived self-assuredness and confidence. And mm-hmm. so in her story, we began to break back um, or tear back those layers of her and break down the layers of her and Darian. And so in books one and two, we think she's just the fun-loving, nonchalant, doesn't care about anything. She's just there for the hookup. She's really loyal to her family and friends, and that's it. And Darian was just this random playboy who he just, you know, he made everybody hot and sweaty and was good in bed, and that was all. But it's so much more to them in their story. Mm-hmm. So I just want to get you to elaborate on the innermost parts of Chanel and Darian. Right. <clears throat> so with Chanel, it was like her backstory just came to me. And it was like, I really want to explore that friend that you don't think anything's ever happened to and that there's nothing wrong with. Like, what's behind that smile? And there was a lot behind her smile. So even though she never shared anything, she even kept her friends distant from her lifestyle and as far as like her background. Um, I wanted to, it just really spoke to me. And she came from a background which she had a a black mother and white father. And there was a lot of issues around race in her childhood that her black side of family did not accept her. And um, with that, it made her insecure. And then some traumatic things happened to her growing up with her father, you know, who was a functioning alcoholic. 
and she basically had to grow up faster than the normal child because she was taking care of the house and then trying to balance you know feeling like my mother doesn't want me you know because I'm not all the way quote unquote all the way black you know I'm, I'm not good enough for my mom you know versus this other family that she has now that's quote unquote legitimate black you know so she right. has all these things that she'll she's grown up with her white side that's all she knows so when their father wants them to go to college she automatically chooses to go to an HBCU mm-hmm. and it's because she want you know he and you know she wanted to learn about this other side of her and it's there that she became friends you know with Fatima and Autumn and through that process for her it was best to put on a mask if you don't really know who I'm at but I'm sure you much you can't hurt me and mm. and so um, for her, it was so easy to put that mask up. But then as when Fatima becomes in a relationship with Jericho and then even when Autumn gets into a relationship with Tyson, you know, that peer pressure friendship. Like, I feel like I need to be more serious. I feel like I need to find love. I feel like, you know, mm. I need to grow up. And so she kind of forces herself in that situation with Wallace, you know. Mm-hmm. He's the catch. He's like the guy that we're like, he's great on paper. Fine, nice car, nice place. Ev- checks off all the boxes. So even though she's not in love with him, she's like, I can love you. Like I like you enough. I can fall in love with you. Like I can, I can see us building a relationship. But being in that type of relationship only damaged her more because he just seemed infatuated with her and obsessed <laughs> with her. Exactly. Of wanting to be able to control her. Like why aren't you sweating me like these other women? And why aren't you like? What is it about me that you're not dropping to your knees and you know like cause she right. easily walk away and then he was so scorned by being cheated on that it was another layer that added to the chaos what she was going through but her heart started falling for Darian but she didn't know what that was or what it is she mm-hmm. just knew she was drawn to him but she was terrified because this is someone who doesn't do relationships. He's known for sleeping with a lot of women. <laughs> yes. She, she walked in on him. With another woman, even they weren't together. So he's very open about his lifestyle. Very open. So in her eyes, I don't want to fall for somebody like that. I don't want to be with somebody like that. Like, if I'm going to be serious, I want this safety net. But what it turns out is what you think is safe is not everything you think it is. Yeah. And I was trying to dispel that. It's like the people that you look at and judge, like people will look at those pop stars and be like, oh, I'm going to be awful. And like, you think you know. But mm-hmm. you don't really, really know. And it's those people that sometimes you think are these great, clean-cut, wonderful people that have these dark interiors that you're like, whoa, I didn't know that was there. <laughs> exactly. And that's one thing that I, <clears throat> excuse me, I truly admire about your writing. You are able to dig so deep into all of these different facades and layers of personality because one thing that was so ironic was that you present presented a side for all four of those characters but especially in my opinion for Chanel and for Darian Mm -hmm. that what you think you know you don't know you know Mm -hmm. Darian truth like everything about him shot out that he was just this you know he's a womanizer that he just you know he slept he with would tell you that and he slept with any and everybody and then as soon because he also was falling for Chanel and was 
scared of it because he, he had it was his good good. He kept going back for yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> he was like, okay, it's got to be the good good. And he had mm-hmm. you find out that he had his own issue with. He gave his heart to someone mm-hmm. and they shattered it. And men are mm-hmm. very different from women in the sense that. It, it takes one good time for them to get their heart broken a lot of times and it's like okay mask on I'm staying this way forever because I tried this once and I'm not doing it again yep. you know and he met his match with Chanel because she was like you know from her own issues from growing up she had on her own mask and was scared to get close to people because of a different kind of hurt mm-hmm. and it was like they started falling for each other and it was like okay and you could see it and she kept pulling away with Wallace and one thing that is so that I love that you did was the fact that like you said Wallace checked off all the boxes he was judge's Mm -hmm. son he -hmm. had you know all of these degrees his high power job he was just born and bred to be black excellence and he and those type of people can also be the worst kind of people mm-hmm. and that's exactly what he was and that's what he was everything that everybody thought Darian was you know mm-hmm. like everybody just thought he was good for nothing he was a womanizer that he would hurt you and you know he didn't care about people and he was such the opposite way like he was he took care of his family. He loved his mother. He was mm-hmm. there for Chanel and for Jaren and for, for everybody. Like, oh my God. Mm-hmm. He was just, you. when you learn this about him, you're like, oh my God. He is totally like, he literally has a stage presence and a whole different person. And that's what I love that you brought out. It's like, mm-hmm. you showed in such a great fashion how a lot of entertainers and people don't understand that this is just entertainment you know mm-hmm. yeah okay he did sleep around but you know mm-hmm. for the most part he was honest about it he was honest about he was that honest part. about it mm-hmm. and he but he even knew that that wasn't him that was just how he was and how he was treat how he was doing because he had been hurt you know mm-hmm. and when he finally, you know, was like, okay, I'm giving in to this whole love thing with Chanel. He was, when I say 10 toes in, he was <laughs> 10 toes in. He, mm-hmm. It was no looking back for Darian. And I love that about mm-hmm. him. Like, there was absolutely nothing that that girl could do. She drove him crazy. But mm-hmm. it was nothing that she could do that was going to make him change his love and his loyalty to her. I mean, he went to y'all in part two of this book. If your man ain't fighting for you like Darian fought for Chanel, <laughs> <laughs> throw you him don't away. Mean to throw him away. I'm trying to throw tell him you. Away. <laughs> the way he fought for that, I'm not even, even physically too sometimes, but um, <laughs> you know, the way he fought for her heart. And the way he fought for it, you know, that love. And he was like, I ain't going nowhere. <laughs> I was like, oh, my gosh. If I could have jumped into this book, I would mm-hmm. into this book. I was so excited to, oh, my gosh. Now that I have said all of that, I have, I'm going back up because you were going to bless us, grace us. I've never read a passage before. I'm nervous. (laughs) So I, I, because I just have to let the readers and the listeners hear, you know, we're talking about, and you 
yourself. You do your research, you do your work. You are awesome at developing your characters and your storylines. And it, it, it just, it comes out in your words. You are so welcome. So I, I have to let them hear some. I have to, because I, I cannot, I would be remiss if I didn't let them get a piece of this good action. <laughs> you, and, and when you say good action, do you mean good laughs? <laughs> I've never read before. And I was like, oh, I don't know how this is going to turn out. And I don't even know if I picked a good passage. But... For you and only you, I will do this. <laughs> Thank you so much. I'm, yes, I'm way up. I feel blessed. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so the passage that I was gonna read is after um, she tells Darian about because um, she broke up with him in part one and not told, did not tell him what had happened and the real reason of what was going on with her. And so when he found out that it was something deeper than just what she originally told him that she needed space, he confronts her and she finally explains to him, this is what happened to me. And he's having a hard time wrapping his head around because he feels guilty from the breakup because he thought it was something else. And to know she was suffering and going through this, you know, he's having a difficult time digesting what she told him. So um, this is like them just in the middle of the night and he, you know, She's finally, you know, thinking everything is okay with him. And she wakes up because she hears him talking over her. And um, there you go. And please don't laugh. I've never read a bad thing before. (laughs) You're fine. I love you, he whispered. I opened my eyes to find him staring at me. He pushed away hair from my face and leaned forward to kiss me on the forehead. I don't know why hearing him say those words surprised me, but I found new tears bubbling behind my eyes. I didn't know how to respond, and I dropped my eyes because I felt guilty for how everything had gone down between us. I reached for the throw at the end of the bed and wrapped it around my body. You don't understand how much I want to go kill that nigga right now, he admitted. Go through you, Levi, my mom, Donovan, or whoever else. He's going to see me. The seriousness with which he made the threat caused me to pause, and when I raised my head again to look at him, it was then that I saw the flames smoldering inside the redness of his eyes. Look at me. I'm okay, I tried to console him. You doing anything to him won't change what he did. I ran my hand across his cheek as his stray tears slipped down his cheek. He wasn't crying like when we were in Jamaica and he was begging me for help. This time, the moisture was in his eyes and it was filled with uncontrollable rage. Steam clouds lifted from that one single tear. I don't care what you say, I'm going to get him, he he reiterated with finality. Rather than try to argue with him anymore, I felt led by the exhaustion and rested my head on his chest. His heartbeat serenaded me with its unique lullaby. When I asked you why you were moving, why didn't you tell me that he wouldn't leave you alone? He asked me. I I considered his question. Then I would have had to tell you everything else too. I don't understand why you didn't want me to know. It sounded like the question had gotten stuck in his throat. You didn't even give me a chance to be there. You just pushed me away. I was embarrassed. Embarrassed, he forced me to look at him. He hurt you. I didn't want to see that look you have on your face right now. I gestured. What look, he frowned. Pity, sympathy, regret, I listed. I don't want you to not want me anymore. My words got choked up because I said my biggest fear about him, telling him out loud. Come here, Sue. I felt him pulling my body until I was lying on top of his again. His hands rubbed up and down my back, comforting me. 
It was in the safety of his arms that I finally allowed myself to close my eyes and rest, truly rest without a care in that moment. Oh my God, you got, oh my gosh, that is, you guys, that is one of the most sincere and deepest moments in that book. Because like you said, it is after the revelation of something extremely hurtful and extremely deep that Chanel went Mm -hmm. through. And just to see Darian trying to process that as a man. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, it was so. I, I mean, that was one of the moments where I'm like, you, I had to kind of step away because mm-hmm. I can't even imagine, you know, had been in Chanel's position to go through what she went through and then to turn around and have to absorb him finding out, you know, what she went through, and especially with the kind of love he had for her. Um, it was just that moment was so heart wrenching and it was so needed but I just love that about your writing because everything about it is truly real it is so in depth and you are always able to deliver exactly the emotions that the characters are going through and pull us into that and I love that about your writing and I love like I I told you <laughs> I told you I was like look I was in love with unapologetically me I was in love <laughs> with the silence gift I was in love with what's best for me <laughs> I I was like I cannot believe there are only a few people who write uh, in a series where each book gets better because anybody who reads unapologetically me is like okay this is top tier there's nothing that can top this <laughs> oh, <that's so> sweet. <laughs> it's like it's nothing that can top this and then you read a song and i don't even try i do not try i think i would you know as a writer you would drive yourself crazy <laughs> you will drive yourself you drive yourself crazy mm-hmm I have donned was best for me part two, the best book out of the entire series. And I did not see it coming. I was like, really? wait a minute. This is the best really? one out of the and that's saying a lot because unapologetically me was like I had a hundred. Okay. <laughs> see, like, my favorite book out of the series, the one that was most fun to write was What's Best for Me Part One. It was so much fun writing the house between Gary and, and that part was fun. Part two took me through Girl, part two, maybe it's because it's so personal. And it took me through, like, I was about to depression trying to get through part two because it was so closely related to my story. I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to get through this. <laughs> you know, and I and I can understand it. And I'll tell anybody, part two um, is a big trigger. You know, it, it's a lot of trigger points mm-hmm. from different areas um, and for different reasons. Now, it starts at the end of part one, you know, the trigger start, but they really just, you know, come together, all of the triggers between Darian and Chanel and Autumn and, you know, uh, Tyson, like, uh, so, it's so much that goes on. So, I will tell you, I know that for some people, it might not be, because it's not the, you know, it doesn't, it feels good in the end, but it doesn't feel good going through, you know? Mm-hmm. But, and, and I'm like one of those people, I was like, I love to feel stuff, so 
going through it, I was crying, I was mad, I was every, but I was like, mm-hmm. I love going through these emotions because mm-hmm. that's what a story to me should feel like. Like, it mm-hmm. should just feel real, you know? You should yeah, feel yeah, like yeah. you are experiencing it. And that's yeah. how I was, and I was just like, oh my gosh, like, from beginning to the end, I was mm-hmm. like, oh my gosh, but you, right. and I will say this, I, I gotta, I'm gonna, See, I, I pulled my reviews. I had to go pull my reviews. <laughs> and I was like, I got to tell these people, these, these good old good folks, you know, my reviews for um, part one and two. So I, on part one, I said, I'm a better version of myself. That was my header. I gave it five stars. And I said, this book took us through an emotional upheaval. The characters from parts one and two reunite to continue to show us the beauty in these now unified friendships. Yet, we also go through the deepest pitfalls of friendship, leaving us stunned at how drastic these bonds change. Focusing on Chanel, we delve into the life and love of this vivacious yet mysterious character. Chanel is so frustrating that you almost want to throw the book and just give up on her. That is until the source behind her ice queen behavior is revealed. You learn to embrace her and root for her all while hoping and praying she learns to embrace herself. Darian is the resident bad boy, but underneath the soulful entertainer's demeanor is a sweet, genuine, and gentle-spirited man. Though he has his own set of fears, he never gives up on what he wants and who he loves. We simply fell in love with the gentleness of this character and his sex appeal too. And all we can say is chapter 79. <laughs> we, we can die. <laughs> Look, okay. So I, I'm going to stop right there because I was going to read the second one, but I got to stop at chapter 79. Let me tell y'all something else. We were talking about all this messaging and all this meaning, and it's great. <laughs> and all of that's wonderful, but let me tell you, this does not miss the mark on sex appeal and sex, okay? Um, <laughs> when I, oh, if I could, I have never wanted to be Chanel more in my life. <laughs> Hey, can I tell you, while writing this, I was feeling that way too when I was writing Chanel's, I was living through her. I was like, oh lord. I was, I was living vicariously through Chanel. Let me tell you, okay, and you guys, I have backed up to what's best for me part one, okay? Chapter 79, Darian is in concert. And his concert, I would just say, think of the, the worst bad boy performances on stage. Don't talk about old school Bobby Brown getting kicked out of the arena type of performances mm-hmm. what Darian does. Mm-hmm. And Denisha has a great ability to bring these performances to life. I'm telling you that. Like, you feel like you're in concert right there. Aww. You have purchased your ticket. You are front I row really, seat. really tried to write it so you feel like you're sitting on the front row and watching this crazy day. <laughs> I was like, I think I promise you when I was reading, I was like, I, I, I swear I need to get me a lighter and some popcorn so I can <laughs> get me a drink because I feel like I am in concert. I was like, I, something. 
he oh my gosh Chanel comes to his concert just to have fun she wants to be a spectator she's not sitting in the back and she's not off to the side she's in the audience and he cues for them to bring her on stage and they do this little sexy breakdown where he's supposed to dance all on the lady and perform his song Sheets which he wrote for Chanel and no one knew it <laughs> so, so he performs on her and my my oh my my I can only my god in heaven <laughs> <laughs> I was like, let you ooh, 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 ooh. What would he ooh. do? This bad yeah. boy. Like, I gotta put a performance in there. I had to. He I had, had to. Chanel <laughs> flip, twist, upside down. If the only thing I think that stopped a and it was some real stuff that happened. Okay. <laughs> It <laughs> we was. Pull out that sheet. He covered her with the that excitement. sheet. Yeah, it covered her with real. the sheet. It, it was excitement to do it to you. It just so fast. Oh my God. <laughs> Chanel had a real reaction on that stage. I'm trying to tell you. Oh, he knew she would. That's why he had clothes. <laughs> you were too. If there was. That I, I think it was a moment. They both forgot that they were actually in an arena full of people. <laughs> it was the, the arena didn't he forget. He didn't think she was going to go that hard in. Yeah, he went in. He went in. The but this is a woman he loved. He missed he, her. He, he loved her. So her. it was like at first he just wanted to make her feel special. But then it's like when he's around here, she brings out that sexual, you know, in yes. animal. Like he just wants her. <laughs> I was and he like, like pleasing her. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. I, to the point that he had to wrap her body in the sheet and carry her <laughs> off the part one was so much fun to write because it was just all this sexual craziness this cat and mouse chase i love writing about the chase yes i love it <laughs> I, <laughs> I love was, writing about the chase i said oh my god if if they never had sex this would have been enough for me <laughs> <laughs> that oh, they have a lot of sex. Yes, they have a lot of sex. A lot. <laughs> a lot of good sex, too. <laughs> good sex. Okay. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> I, you know, let, let me forewarn you guys if you thought this was just, you know, like a very sweet romantic size no. read. It's yeah. that, but yeah. it is it is definitely some erotic romance in here, and yeah. it is definitely high. And that's because that's her character. So I, I was wondering yes. whether to call it erotic. But everyone I talk to is like, no, this is a story. Like, erotic is, like, not really a story. This is a story. It's it, erotic, yeah. but it's not an erotic book. So. It's, and it's it's not. But you guys, let me tell you something. Whew, trust me. You you get it all. You get it all. You get it all. <laughs> you, get, you get it all. And it is awesome. I try to give it all. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, mm -hmm. what we are going to do, because I want to ask you about a couple of more characters. We got to get into those couple more characters um, as well just to touch on them because I got some questions <laughs> okay 
and, and what we will do is I will get into those questions with you but we're going to take a quick break and when we come back we're going to talk about Anthony and Autumn and Levi and Tyson because <laughs> I, mm. I have some questions for them good All people right. <laughs> let's do it <laughs> um, and we'll be back in just one moment JC, author, content creator, and live streamer. For books and more, visit my website, www.jctheauthor.net. For my live streams, such as my author interviews and the Three-Headed Monster live streams, please visit me on IG and Twitter at JC Storyteller. Also on YouTube, as well as Facebook, facebook.com backslash jctheauthor. Salute. girl the right pair of shades and she can conquer the world so embrace your shade shop shade dolls it at www.shadedolls.com and follow them on instagram at shade dolls this is author poet playwright and founder of me time book club k Roche. Check out my latest novel, All Things Work Out Well, wherever books are sold. You can also follow me on Instagram at k.riche. Book reviews matter. Now back to the show. Hello, 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 and we are back, and welcome to the Get Caught Up Podcast, and we are deep into our discussion over the What's Best For Me books, part one and part two with author Denisha Little. We have talked so much about Darian and Chanel and gone in deep into their personalities, but she has some great sub-characters who... I, I, I'm asking about because um, Chanel wasn't supposed to be a story. So I'm trying to find out if anybody else is speaking to, <laughs> to Denisha because I have some questions here. Uh, <laughs> so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start off with Anthony first because honestly, when Anthony was introduced, he worked, um, well, she met him because he didn't work with her, but he, he, collaborated with her office and he Mm -hmm. was another one who was clean cut very nice kind of mysterious you didn't know whether or not it was a hookup because she was attracted to him everybody who saw him Mm -hmm. was attracted to him Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. that Nigerian king yeah (laughs) I was like Anthony Nigerian man Mm -hmm. so I was I was kind of at first Mm -hmm. I was like maybe it's going to be a situation where it's the triangle between Anthony and Wallace and Darian and then it didn't you know it was just the working relationship in part Mm -hmm. two Anthony really showed up for her as a friend Um, Mm -hmm. he was really willing to help her because what she'd gone through was something that his family member had gone through and so Mm -hmm. it turned into a great friendship now Mm -hmm. 
Chanel's friend, and help me for pronouncing this wrong, Malay. Is that her? How you pronounce Malay? Perfect. You look okay. so good. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you got it. Yeah, she's Samoan. Yeah. Yes. I try to like think of all the different people I've met over time and, and make those my characters. <laughs> right. Oh my gosh. So I'm so glad I got that right. That Malay is Chanel's friend. Um, she works with Chanel, and so she meets Anthony through Chanel from him having, being her friend and working closely with their organization. Um, and she's crushing on Anthony, too. Now, so I'm asking, would there be a Malay and Anthony? No. <laughs> No, no. Me and those characters didn't have any chemistry. Okay, so Amberty is like a character I might explore in Umbrella. I was just in love with him in the first book. And actually, and I took it out in the original version of the first book, him and Chanel did go on a date. And this is like before she, after she broke up with Wallace, and it was before she went to Jamaica for Autumn's wedding. She was trying to get over the Darien. She was trying to get Darien out of her system. Mm-hmm. And so she goes on this date with Anthony. He takes her to a Nigerian restaurant. It was a whole cute scene, but n- nothing happened between them. I took it out because nothing ever happens between them. Right. So like, I don't want to take it there when I can see that he is of so much more value as a friend to her. Right. And he is not, he's the complete opposite of Wallace. So there is attraction yes. there. There's attraction there and mutual respect, but it's just attraction and respect. So Anthony, trust, Anthony's straight. (laughs) (laughs) He's that confident. He ain't yes. nobody. <laughs> Look, I, I can tell he's not sweating anybody, but I, well, let me put my plea in here. Okay, even if it's not Malay, I, I would sure love to see Anthony pop up again in his own story, because my, I was like, ooh, he is, um, yes. You know what, I really, I would love to explore an Anthony story. I didn't even think about it, he said that, but I would like, he was such a genuine fun character to write and literally in my head every time I was you know interacting with him because I really was trying to force and like maybe Chanel and him should get but it just he was just like nah like it just it it wasn't what he wanted it wasn't what she wanted it felt like they just felt like just mutual good friends Mutual yeah. good friends, yeah, and I and I get but, it. I oh, but he was—he—he's a sexy character the, in my head. Trust the, me, <laughs> he was a sexy character in that book. <laughs> yeah, in both yeah, of those yeah. books, he was—he was, he was mm-hmm. his, and I think it made him even more sexier in book two when he came to her aid and truly, you know, like truly came to her aid. And it was like, oh, he, I was like, oh yes, I I, I feel it in my spirit. He needs his own story. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I can see that, but it was truly genuine. You know, like when you have a situation that happens in your life Mm -hmm. and it makes you advocate Mm -hmm. for, you know, even if you don't know someone just because the the, how personal that story is to you. That's really what it was. Like, I'm doing this for my cousin. Like, it really even wasn't about Chanel. It's about, like, if this was my cousin and I had a chance to save my cousin. This you know, is what I she would killed do. Him. Yeah, like, yeah. this is what I would do. This is how I'm going to honor her. I went into law. I went into this kind of law because I want to help people. Regardless that everyone is doesn't believe her, is against her, I know how the inside works. I know what's really going down. I know the cover-up. I know these people involved. 
I know no one else is going to help her, so I have to do something. Exactly. I was like, oh my gosh. And so it just and made And it was a long shot. So he was honest with her. I, mm-hmm. I know it's a long shot, but I'm going to make some calls and see what I can dig up and what I can do to help. Absolutely. And I was just like, oh my God. I just, oh, he, I was like, yes, I, I love when he popped up in the stories. Mm-hmm. I, he was just such a. But Darren a, was a little, Darren was a little jealous of him. Yeah. <laughs> Girl was jealous because he's like, who is this who guy? Is this like, guy that's helping you and why? And you and he makes you smile and you walk out of the room when you're on the phone with him. Like, who is this guy? So I was like, mm-hmm. but I, you know, I totally get it. And and you know, like she was, it's one of those things where she was like, yeah, you know, may, in a, and maybe in another lifetime it could have been a me and an yeah. Anthony, but Absolutely. he's my friend and. But yes, he was, he was such, he had such substance to him. And I was just yeah. like, every time, he was one of those secondary characters that when he popped up, you wanted to know more about him and to see more yeah. about him. He, cause he, he had such a presence. And like you said, yeah. he was so confident, so assured. And the yeah. way he advocated for her, I was like, yeah. I was like, oh yeah, oh yeah, please, please bring yeah. him a story. I was like, I yeah. I definitely, I would love to do him next. I don't know, maybe a novella. I don't know, it hasn't, it hasn't jumped at me yet, but I might just listen to some music and just think about him one think night. Think about him one night. Like, oh, yeah. It won't be anyone in Fatima's circle, so it ain't going to be Autumn mm-hmm. or anybody else. It would be his own but separate you know, story, I would... separate away from the Fatima clique. <laughs> you know what though I would appreciate that only because mm-hmm. I think he, he's such a character substance in my mind already that he could carry it you know with any oh, needs his own separate story oh he could he definitely I had a lot does. of Anthony chapters that didn't make the cut because I had I, I, I get long with it and I had to do a lot of trimming and I, a lot of his scenes got cut. <laughs> I uh, I understand. Look, I, if anybody understands long windedness, it's me. <laughs> I, I truly. But I'd rather have that. more content exactly. and then not enough content, not and then enough. I'm adding fluff. Yeah, then right. I'm just adding fluff to read. No, it's like I just rather get it out, like fully out every scene I can think of. Every, you know what I mean. And then mm-hmm. as I'm going through it, oh, this is kind of long, and this is not needed and this really doesn't it's messing up the flow and then I'd rather do that than the opposite and try to fill chapters because that's harder exactly that's harder it is <laughs> it, it is it is harder because then you start bumping into the situation where you're kind of rewriting the same thing sometimes so it's yeah, it, and they can tell and they, you, readers can tell readers we can, can tell, tell. I'm a reader too. I'm a reader person I can tell whatever Oh, she just threw this in here. Right. <laughs> She's trying, like, to this, trying to make a word count. This, this is just fluff right here. We, we didn't need this. <laughs> Nothing happened to push. And that's what I try to do with like every chapter. I'm like, how is this pushing the story forward? Mm-hmm. Am I, is the audience, the reader, are you learning anything about this character that you care about? Or if not, and or is this pushing the story forward? If it's not, then I take it out. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Look, now, now we're jumping into some some untamed publishing business. That's, hey, that's, hey. That's, that's, <laughs> you guys got some free uh, writer tips tonight. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All the time when they ask me, "How do you do?" I'm like, always ask yourself: Is this pushing my reader forward? Is this keeping my reader like think of it as a marathon? Am I taking my reader off to go for a bathroom break, or am I gonna keep them on their path to finish the marathon? Exactly. <laughs> oh my gosh. Great, excellent advice. Oh man, you guys look 
see, we get a, y'all get a whole lot more than y'all bargain for. So make sure <laughs> that you got your pen and pad out and take your get some good notes because that that is some literary jewels right there, seriously. And um, but I oh, so the next people. So I get I, since I asked about Anthony, okay. Uh, we were introduced to Autumn and Tyson in books one and two. And then <laughs> it pops up in, you know, part three. Because Autumn, Fatima, and Chanel were all best friends. Fatima was the nucleus. So she was kind of like the one that both of the girls were closest to. Although they were all... In, in a way, it wasn't. It was really just Fatima and Autumn. It was really, okay. in a way, it's, I can see how it could be confusing because, you know, she becomes so close to Chanel. But in the first book, mm-hmm. it's really like your your incredible duo, your salt and pepper. Like, mm-hmm. you see Fatima, you see Autumn. And, and Chanel is that friend when we go on a trip or when we go out and, some, you know, more of us, then she, you see Chanel. But she wasn't... She didn't live in the same building as them. Them two live right next door to each other. So they everything together. So they're the yin and yang. Chanel is like that third friend that's just like, she pops in, but she's really not the best friend yet in the first book. Right. She doesn't really become closer until later on. Later on. Things start happening to Fatima and her other friends start dying off fake friends stuff. That Chanel oh, yeah. becomes more of a presence as a friend. Yeah, because Chanel showed and they up become as a trio. A- yeah, Chanel showed up as a friend after she start after Fatima started. Uh, well, her relationship, I should say, became public with Jaren or Jericho. She was always there. And she just was not there, there. where the reader mm-hmm. cared about her yet. It was really Fatima, Autumn, Fatima, Autumn, and then when Chanel, when Fatima really needed friends like that strong core, that is when you see you, Chanel, Chanel really become a be, present because mm-hmm. she's like I said from her books, she stayed to herself. She mm-hmm. is a friend that will show up for all the events and everything, but she was not trying to be the one yin and yang in every day. You know, <laughs> that's not her personality. Yeah. That's not her personality. She was like, I don't want to, I want to be a part of this, you know, no, no everyday yeah, type she's of She's a loner. But she, Chanel's a loner. Mm-hmm. And I like the fact that even though that she was a loner, because in the first book, and, and I, you know, I know what you mean by that. In the first book, there was... It was for Team and Autumn, and then they had mm-hmm. like a lot of outside friends who they got together and party mm-hmm. with, and they went on trip because they right. went on this one particular trip. And, Vegas, um, they, and they go to <laughs> Vegas, and then it was uh, one of the hairdresser who was supposed to be a friend as well. Mm-hmm. Um, sleeps with Fatima's first boyfriend <laughs> old boyfriend walked in on walked <laughs> in on them and they so the group splits and you have your people mm-hmm. who are team um I can't even remember her Deja. name Deja Deja uh, mm-hmm. Deja and then you have your your clique that was team Fatima and then mm-hmm. all of a sudden it comes out that uh, Fatima is not on the trip. 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 She's out. sneaking off on the trip because Deja <laughs> was lying about it. Remember, Deja was lying. like trying to make it seem like she was messing with she Jericho. She was messing with Jericho. And Fatima knew the truth. Like, nah, boo. <laughs> she was like, mm-hmm. and so then she comes out to her friends and they, the ones who were like jealous or just upset because she didn't share, they fell off. And then, you know, Chanel ends up being this unexpected constant like girl I'm with you you gotta go get your man you know yep. <laughs> and, 
and the rest of them were like upset oh you didn't tell me I'm not fooling with you no more you know it's like you know it's, it's all of that just petty fake stuff friends fake friends too. just fake friends falling off yeah you so, know like they were seniors so they were already right. on the path of going their separate ways you know how that is exactly so they were already on and you already knew who's really gonna keep in touch and who just does a Facebook high every once a year you know Exactly. They were already not post post clicks, you know. So it, other friends. it was just, you know, they had their it, their little college party friends. So yeah, then we carry on with Autumn and, and Fatima <laughs> and Chanel, and so mm-hmm. they develop, and then she, Autumn starts to after she gets with Tyson, who is actually uh, Jericho's bodyguard security. Mm-hmm. Um, he's the head mm-hmm. of the security. She starts mm-hmm. to date him, and everything seems like it's going well. And then all of a sudden, she gets married, and she and Chanel, like she just starts popping off on Chanel. <laughs> like she, she at is, the wedding, at the wedding, at the wedding. She yeah. she goes it, like she treated Chanel like they had never been friends before in life. She just goes in on her. And see, I'm going to have to defend Autumn now. <laughs> <laughs> Every interview I'm doing this, okay. I'm like, okay, okay, let's 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 break Autumn down real quick. Okay, <laughs> she was not trying to be mean to Chanel like that. Okay, so Autumn and Fatima, remember I said yin and yang, mm-hmm. do everything together. So when Fatima marries Jerry and is happily ever after, Autumn is in this rush to equal what her friend has. So she finds that Tyson checks off all the boxes. He's good in bed. He's got a good job. I can still be close to my best friend. He checks off all the boxes, but she's not in love with him. Mm-hmm. She's happy. He's not in love. She's more excited that she's going to be able to say, I'm a married woman, and this is who I married, and he's Jericho. Like, she's caught up in the life of mm-hmm. what, is, what comes with being married to him. But the reality of the marriage is what so on the Jamaican trip, so I don't know if you've ever made a big decision. Like uh, for me, I have a family on my wedding day, but she realizes like, oh my God, this is real. Like this is not just, you know, mm-hmm. a joke. I can't just unravel and get out of this. Like this is real. So it was like, it really hit her on that day during that whole trip. So that's why she was very snippy because she, it was like the gravity of what she's doing and the fact that she doesn't think she's doing the right thing, but it's too late to turn back. And she don't want to tell her friends that. That's embarrassing. She don't want to tell her family that they've already spent so much money on this trip, invested all this. Everyone's invested all the time and energy, so she felt stuck. So, you know, Chanel has never been one to show emotion. Remember, she always just a fun. They took yes. So when she's going off on Chanel, she's thinking she's going to get it back. She doesn't know that Chanel and open up to Darian and told him all this wound opening dramatic she doesn't know Chanel's state of mind she doesn't know that Chanel all she knows is the happy-go-lucky Chanel so in her moment of snapping at Chanel she was expecting a snapback like mm-hmm. Chanel would normally go toe to toe her but all she got was the wounds and for her it was like she kept going because she's like not caring about what her friend is going through like hey that's not like her she mm-hmm. focused on herself like, oh my God, I'm not ready to do this. So it was like the frustration of her situation, she was taking out on her best friend, her other best friend. Right, right. Oh. And I'm not going to like <clears throat> make it seem like she's such a bad person. Because it is wrong. She was wrong to Tyson. She was wrong to Chanel. But she's human. Oh. 
And she was not purposely trying to hurt her best friend. She didn't know. It was like two cars going 100 miles an hour and colliding at the wrong time. That's oh really my what God. that was. And, and, and they did. They collided. <laughs> I was yeah. Like, I was like, oh my gosh. Because I was like, oh my God, what is she going through? I really didn't understand what Ada was going through in book one until book two. You know? Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, so now this makes sense. You know, it was like, it yeah. makes sense why she was flipping and out. And I did that on purpose because it's like, sometimes you just don't know what's going on with your friend. Because like, you what is going on with you? And she kept going at Chanel because at that point, Chanel was backing down, like just not responding. But she kept going at her because she's jealous at that point. You're living the life I should be living. Like, you're still free. You can do what you want. You can come and go. You're having a great time. Whereas I feel stuck. I'm in this marriage and I feel stuck. And I don't know what to do. Oh <laughs> I don't want to look stupid. I don't want to look stupid. Oh, and I feel in all of this, I feel so sorry for Tyson because Tyson was so solid, and I know mm-hmm. that. He was. And so, I know it's been you know a lot of people have been asking. So I didn't know I would ask this. I'm asking about Anthony. Will there be another story with about just Autumn and Tyson? And Absolutely. Me? Oh, thank you. Yes. But- <laughs> Autumn and Tyson will not be together. <laughs> I always told me, but like, if you're wanting an Autumn and Tyson story, I have asked her and him over and over. They do not want each other. <laughs> <laughs> they don't want each other. Well, you know. They don't want each other. I can't. Um, he will be in the story because they have a baby together. He will be in the story, and she's going to have to come face to face with some things that she's not going to like. But um, it's something I want to explore next year. I'm trying to get two other books that I have. That been sitting waiting on me out, but yeah, I want to explore uh, autumn, spring of next year. I really want to just sit down and sit with her for a little bit because I want to get her story back. I want to redeem her. I'm gonna make y'all root for her. Because <laughs> so many people are like, hey, I ain't gonna read it. I'm gonna stand on it. Only way I'm gonna read it is if you have a lot of Fatima and Jared and a lot of Darius in there. I don't care about what I'm doing. <laughs> read it because I love the way you write and if one thing you have proven Aww. to me is that you can spin a story so I know it's going to be awesome <laughs> but I'm not going to argue with them because I would love to see some Ladaria <laughs> <laughs> so, so, of course they'll be there of course they'll be in there but that, they're not going to dominate the book like these people are saying <laughs> I mean, Jericho, every other chapter. <laughs> Not every other chapter. Oh, my gosh. Like, it's no, it's you... the only way I'm going to read an article. <laughs> and, and the only thing I can say is I feel them on that in, in such a way because you, you just make us fall in love with these characters. And so even though we're reading about these, I, you kind of want to be like, okay, so what y'all got going on over there? <laughs> <laughs> And we stop through. It's like it's like when you you go see your friends' house. Like, girl, let me go catch up with Jericho and Fatima. What y'all yeah. got going on over here? Tell me yeah. about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, or, or especially Darian and Chanel. I'm like, Lord, how can I move past the heat in this relationship? My gosh, <laughs> so I know. Oh God, they are they are a whole look everything of. About them is so awesome. Even uh, mm-hmm. I'm trying not to get this way, but in the end, when they were in the little studio together, it I was like, oh, oh, that was my favorite oh. part to write. That was my favorite part and part two to write. 
my I favorite. Promise. It had my heart just pounding. It was so much fun to write. It was three o'clock in the morning because I forced myself mm-hmm. to read the rest of the end of the book. I said, I'm Aww. not going to sleep. I am reading this. And I was like, okay, it's 3 03. I could go to bed. <laughs> I was supposed to be going to sleep at one o'clock, and I was like, "Nope, <laughs> finishing the rest of this." Oh, <laughs> it was so so good. Oh my gosh, I promise it was just it. It was like it was just kind of like the full circle to everything yeah. that had happened from the very beginning, and it's it, mm-hmm. to see all of their transitions and everything they went through. It was like, oh man. Now we're here. Oh, I, I just, I was so in love with part four of that book. I'm in love with the whole series, but that is my favorite book out of all of them. So that's like, if, if part one is on a hundred, part four is like on a thousand. So I, <laughs> I am They were so much you. fun to write. <laughs> and they were just so much fun. And they were so much fun to write because I was like, I really just wanted to tap into Yes, the healing process is a process. It doesn't happen overnight. It is a process and it's a continual process. You don't wake up one day and just are healed. You don't say one prayer and everything goes away. It is a process with ups and downs, but you can still thrive. You can still be happy. You can still be in love. Like like having damage, being in pain, um, battling, having trauma and depression can't and won't stop you from living if you just keep fighting for yourself like keep one foot in front of the other and that's what I was trying to show with Chanel like it's not an easy journey you know she happened to have this R&B superstar with money who can jet set her but that was just the fun part of the romance like everyone has the ability one foot in front of the other and do the work to really really heal because it's messy and mm-hmm. I through Chanel wanted to show it's necessary. Like even though she had Darian, she still had to go through the trenches of really fighting for herself and it's to find that healing. Cause she was just hitting rock bottom, rock bottom. She just and kept, she, then you think she was doing well and she hit rock bottom again. Exactly. And I wanted to show that that's okay. Don't give up on your friends that are just what is going on with you. Cause a lot of times we're so quick to give up on those friends. And sometimes those friends need us to hold on. Now, what Fatima was holding on to her, like, I'm not going to let you drown. I'm not going to let you mm-hmm. go. That is the kind of compassion we need for each other. Exactly. Period. Exactly. Regardless. <laughs> and it it was so, and I, I told, and I, I think I told you, I was like, I love the way that you're just so able to turn their lives inside out to make us see how judgmental people can be and how we really need to show, you know, compassion and love towards each other. Mm -hmm. Because we honestly don't know the internal Mm -hmm. battles or external battles that people are going through. And Mm -hmm. people wear facades and masks. Especially as black people. African Americans. Yes. Especially, you know. (laughs) We're we're the main ones who should know because we're always constantly having to put that. trauma passed down from our family and ancestors. Unresolved trauma passes down in your DNA. When I learned that in counseling, I was like, no wonder a lot of us be going off because we don't be knowing what's wrong with us. Like, and that's because that is passed down generational trauma. It passes down in your DNA. 
exactly. it scientifically passes until you're the person that changed the DNA for your family, changes that dynamic. It's like, you know, we just got to be a little more gentle with each other. You know, we do. We, we do. I was. <laughs> Look, this is so off off the subject, but uh, but it applies. Like I was okay. one of those. I was getting so upset, y'all, with the people after the Brandy and um, Monica verses when they were just like, Brandy had some more hits, and Brandy, Brandy, you know, it's like they were really truly arguing, and I was like. You know, they said for, Brandy had more hits. Yeah, they were like Brandy had more hits and Brandy did more. Like it, it you was know, equal. it was easy. It was really equal. It was equal. I love them both. I love them both too. And I was just like, you know, even if you prefer one over the other, can we just let these queens have this That's moment? Indeed. They are mm-hmm. proven, and they have done something that we have wanted to do here. See them do ever since the boys' mind come together in a room. <laughs> yeah, have, but they don't like each other. You can tell. <laughs> <laughs> I love them both. Listen, I love them both. I am team both of them because I'm like, you both, your voices are so dynamic. Yes. Like, Brandy's just tone is just like, oh my God. I don't care if her voice is soft. Her tone Mm, can freaking make tears come to your eyes. But but Monica, ooh, that Whitney Houston house. Her house, yes. Oh, when I she sing love all over me, oh, my husband took me to her in concert and I was like, baby, let's go. My my drawers like she just like the way our books are how our books can make people feel like yes. those two both make me feel their songs and that's all we want from them as listeners as fans like <laughs> it. and I was just like you know so I was like y'all just stop it let them let let's have let's just appreciate this moment let's let both these queens live they're both proven it was hard because Brandy and, Aquarius and she was throwing them little shots I was like uh, I'm an Aquarius so I know I know uh, what you're doing Brandy <laughs> Like, Brandy, I know, but she, look, Brandy I, wants y'all to know, yeah, we legends, but I'm a little, little more elevated. <laughs> let me tell you something. I was like, by Whitney Houston, I've been her dad. Like, she be going down the line. <laughs> look, I was sitting here like, okay, I was like, you know, let them have their moment. And I was like, you know what? It's okay. If they, everybody doesn't jail. So it's okay. They did it and they yeah. and they cool. But I was like, yeah, I said, so y'all let them have their moment. But I will say, yeah. I said, now she did high key shade, Monica, with them, them white shoes. She walked in there. <laughs> Monica went up in that zone looking straight fierce. I was like, oh, girl, look at you. You look good. I said, she came in here with a fashion versus. She, she was not playing. She, she said, not play. today. No. She, someone was like, she got dressed like she knew C Murder was going to be <laughs> <laughs> Like she knew he was going to be on the live. I was like, oh my gosh. But girl, when they were playing them songs, yes. Either one, both of their catalogs has me in tears or bopping or laughing yes. smiling. And I'm like, both of them got me through heartbreak. Both of them got yes. me through cleaning the house. It's like, I can't pick a team because both of them are so dope. Even they with are. their crazy personality. I think they both crazy. crazy. Yeah, I love they them. Are. They are crazy. They are. They are crazy. They are, crazy. They are girls. <laughs> they like, they're like, they, they know black girls got issues. We, 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 we look. Just let us be. We be all right, but we all look. I love them touchy. the way they are. I, they I are accept crazy. them the way they are. Just let them be. Let, let like, them. I was just happy to have them. Let. Them. I, I enjoyed them. Last. I, I didn't feel like either one of them won. I felt like they played the hit. They made us feel accountable. They maintained a one point two the whole night. One point one, one point two. Come on. Yes. Now. I was like, it's, it's the one point two 
meal for me. Yes. And I was like, look, come on. It, this was just great. Black girl magic. Yeah. Absolutely. It was so a hard you know that means? Hello, can we get more content for black girls? Hello. Exactly. <laughs> and it was the harmonized hoe for me. <laughs> when she was just like, all right, let's play something to clean it up. I said, oh, Brandy. What? After she, remember after yes. Monica played the song, yes. Brandy, Brandy was like, we got to play something to clean that up. I was like, oh, my, oh, come on, Brandy. What are you doing? <laughs> Brandy, what are you doing? It's like, look. It's okay. We all grow on here, girl. It's all right. It, she it, was like, when you kick that leg, I don't know what you was about to do. I had to back up. I was like, oh my God, Brandy. You, look, I said, big I have another too. poem. Let me read my poem. <laughs> <laughs> what did they say? Moesha. Moesha. Oh, Moesha. 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 Brandy Lou. Brandy Lou. That's what she They were calling him Moesha Angelou on um, Hot 97. He broke them where I was like, my Moesha, Moesha Angelou. Angelou. I was like, I said, look at, Br- I was like, look at Brandy Lou. Look at Brandy. Brandy said, y'all go, Brandy said, y'all go here today. Y'all I go was, here today. Y'all go get this work. I, I was waiting. <laughs> But I was waiting for Monica to just first it be like, well, go ahead, dear phenomenal woman. Still, I rise. Go ahead. <laughs> if Monica would have done that, I would have ran out the house. <laughs> I would have ran, <laughs> ran around the house and been like, oh, God, I can't even be a part of it no more because I was waiting. But she, she held it together. She held it together. But look, I have a little game that I want to play oh. with you. And it's Uh-oh. called This or That. And. Oh, no. <laughs> Be kind. I will. I will. I'll be kind. So you just okay. tell, I would throw out two things and you tell me which one you prefer over the other. Okay. Uh, first one, tea or wine? Wine. My girl. <laughs> <laughs> My girl. <laughs> I know that's right. I love me some sweet rim. I do. <laughs> I do. I love right now. I'm all into the Stella Rose right now. Yes. Stella Rose. Yes. I love it. Second one. Salty or sweet? Sweet. Yes. Okay. Audiobook or Kindle? Audiobook. Yes. Series or standalone? Standalone. Levi or Tyson? Oh, that's hard. Oh, come on. You snuck that one in there. <laughs> I just, um, I just Tyson. Tyson. Okay. Levi's not a relationship guy. <laughs> he, will, he will break my break me down there and break my heart. <laughs> yes. Look, but I would tell you, I, I ain't gonna lie though. I was like, Levi over here, he he's making me feel away now because he he was standing for Chanel the way he was. I was like, but you knew he wasn't he was a relationship. Looking at her like an uncle, he could see she yes. a father figure, a he strong. Did. He could see it. He never oh, said God. it, but he's just a quiet presence. Whereas Tyson is more vocal, more yes. vocal presence, more calming. Levi is like that quiet. Quiet. I got you without me even saying anything. I got you. Like Darren would just look at him and he's like, I got you. Don't like. I'm just Don't. a ahead of you. Right. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay. I was like, yes. I, I was like, I. I I think I'm liking something about Levi over here. <laughs> but I was like, yeah, he Yeah. When he was like, uh-uh. <laughs> he brought up their relationship situation. He was like, nope. <laughs> Once Darian embraced her like that and he saw what she meant to him, for him, his heart opened to her too. He even did. though, he even did. though like technically that's not his employer, he doesn't have to. It's just like naturally he cared about Darian that much as a friend, mm-hmm. more than an employer, but they just had a close relationship. He cared about him that much that he naturally extended that care to her. 
He did. Oh my gosh. So, Malay or Autumn? You mean. <laughs> You are so mean. You know Malaya and Diamond is wrong. I know. I know. I'm going to say Autumn just because you're trying to be messy. <laughs> okay, I was trying to be petty on that one. <laughs> Malaya ain't even done that wrong. I bet you take Malaya on the chip. She'll do something wrong. <laughs> she, she probably... She probably would. I, I, I see her. You just ain't seen her skeleton. I, I, see, I had seen her skeleton. So she you probably would. seen her skeleton. Exactly. She got skeletons too now. <laughs> <laughs> so, Fatima or Chanel? Oh, Chanel. Oh, oh Chanel. I, I love Chanel. Chanel is a person I always wanted to be. <laughs> I never could because, oh, girls can't do that. Oh, no. Women can't do that. You know, yes. Chanel lived her best life. And she I did. In the twenties, that that were, kind of thing was promoted. I think, I think I would have enjoyed my twenties better. <laughs> I was always in bondage of like, oh, I can't say that, can't do that, can't wear, you know. And, right. and I didn't live for what felt natural. I I lived through Chanel. I think Chanel did her thing. She didn't care. She and she did not. She and I she, and I. That's so one thing I love about this generation of young girls. I'm like, say what you want. They are living how they want to live before they decide to settle down. Like they're getting all of the other system, whether we think it's wild and crazy. It's like, guess what? These girls are never going to look back and say, I wish I would have done X, Y, Z, Z, you know? And that's the truth. That is the truth. And get it out now. <laughs> get it out while yeah. you're young. That's what, young, yeah. that's what being young is for, I believe. For some people, that's being a virgin. For some people, I want to explore. It's like whatever is in your heart, stop telling people what to do with their body. Whatever exactly. they want to do, whatever their beliefs are, their morals are, what they feel comfortable with, just let people be and stop being so quick to judge. Absolutely. Yes. I, so I'm all for the Chanel's of the world. I'm living vicariously through them now. So <laughs> it is hot. So my last one, but you know, I, I, I got to hit you with it. Uh-oh. Darian or Jerry? And this is I'm gonna do a draw, and you can just call me because Davies is physically, bodily, everything that I'm like, oh, <laughs> the swagger, the New York, you know, all of that, right? But Darian is that lumber, like, yeah, you know, the lumber. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you gonna be satisfied like that, Darian, and then knowing that he loves hard. They both love hard, but Darian yes. is a whole nother level. That Jared, Jericho, I don't know what go as far of the length that Darian will go. So I was like, yeah. I am torn. I'm oh. torn. I, you can't get an answer out of me. I picked oh, both. Divided yeah. in half, <laughs> half and half. I want them both. <laughs> she, she said, the the Jared. <laughs> I want them both. Her answer is the Jaren. The both. The both. You're not getting the answer. Everybody else I give the answer. I'm not. I can't. I can't. Oh my gosh. I you know what? I didn't think that you would be able to choose between those two. And really. Oh god. 
can't. I can't. Now I'm gonna have to play this game with my read. Now I'm gonna have to play this kind of game with my readers, and I'm. It's gonna blow them. Watch. They're gonna be stuck like this. I I, I can't because. Please, J- Jaren is so real and straightforward, Ooh. and Ugh. and just such a oh my god, like just strong, strong, just. and mm-hmm. he is so. He's strong and he's grounded and he he don't take no crap. He he's don't play confident. no crap. He's he is he's mm. one of those people. He stands on who he is and what he is, and mm. he's not gonna let you stand on anything less either. You know? Right. And I love that about him. And like you said, with Darian, he is that man who is going to stand in the gap for you. You know, like he is going to he's not gonna let you, he's like, I'm gonna love you through this regardless, you know, mm-hmm. he is so, he's so ride or die, you know, and mm-hmm. it's, yeah, so I can't choose. <laughs> yeah, see? I can't choose. And you expected me to choose. <laughs> <laughs> and I broke them. Like, you you. <laughs> Look, but that was a good call to turn it around on me, because I was really like, I, I, I was sitting over here like, I don't know you love the team up. But she just drove me crazy. Yeah, she. She. You <laughs> said Chanel drove me. Fatima drove me crazy. Now I will say Woo. this: I get what you're saying on that. With Fatima drove me crazy, like that moment in a silence gift when she came out and she made that post. I was like, okay, Fatima has come full circle. I'm mm-hmm. back on her team. I get it. Because she was driving me crazy for Jericho. Mm-hmm. I was like, look, mm-hmm. look. I was like, look, Fatima, I'm going to need you to gather yourself. Like, your insecurity about to make you lose this man. It's like, mm-hmm. gather yourself. Because he is not with this. He like, look, mm-hmm. you knew what it was. I have mm-hmm. told, he was like, I'll tell you anything you want to know. I'm going to be straight up with you. You know how I am. So it's like, mm-hmm. if you're choosing to believe this or choosing to bow because of this, it's because that's what you want to do. It's not mm-hmm. because I was like, Jerry, you better mm-hmm. say this. He, he mm-hmm. was, like, and that's what I love about Jericho. Oh, he was mm-hmm. just, he was such, he was so strong. He was so mm-hmm. strong. But mm-hmm. yes, I oh got look, so readers, I got to give you a chance to just let the readers know how they can contact you and where they can get your books. And if you have anything else to say, I know you do, but I'm going to let you say yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, well, you can find me at www.dslittle.com. Um, on so, uh, For social, you can find me at at D as in, I don't want to say dog, Denisha. <laughs> Little. <laughs> Uh, writer as in W-R-I-T-E-R um, I'm on currently IG, Twitter uh, Pinterest and Facebook and um, I currently just uh, released a book called Getting Even on Sunday and uh, it's a standalone and uh, my next story I will be hopefully releasing in October and it's going to be touching on um, Black Lives Matter some politics around a love story through a writer's eyes so excited <laughs> i am excited too i already have given even i just have not gotten into it yet i you know it's next on my list <laughs> it is hey girl there's so many books out here which is a good thing so i don't even be like i've got i'm the same way i'm like girl your book is fourth next 
I promise, because I be wanting to read my faves. Like, I want to go down the line. And it, it, it's like some people be putting them books out so fast. I'm like, why didn't you read this one yet? What? I'm, I'm telling you, I had a whole plan for 2020 reading, and it's gone out of the door. So I have just said, okay, look, I'm taking it book by book, day by day, exactly. play by play. And exactly. I have, I, I, in between all of that, I have some some required reading that I have to do, but this is yeah. next because I just, I, you know, I tell people all the time, it's like, okay, you know what? It's just some people who, when they drop something, they get moved up my list on the back. Yeah, that's how I am. I feel bad. I feel bad because I'll be telling one person, you're a book next, and then one of my other faves, I'm like, but I really want to read this one. I really want to read. <laughs> I really read. So I, I feel you on that 100%. I'm like that. I just. But I've gone through more with your little tip, though. When you told me that Siri could read to me, I've gone through <laughs> more books. Because, like, when I'm washing the dishes or I'm cleaning, I can listen. And I'm like, yes. oh, thank you, girl. That's my thing. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Look, I tell you, that has been a lifesaver for me because yeah. I was like, look, I, I need it. I needed that. Like, I needed breath in my body. Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. I was like, please, I have to do this. Because, you know, our schedule was so crazy. Like, we have to find different ways to just enjoy our read. So, yeah. that, I'm so glad that works. First. Yes. We're readers first. And, like, yes. that's what makes us thrive, reading. We love to write. But it's like, I would prefer to open up somebody's book and let them take me away than sitting down. Yes. <laughs> Because it's important into a story. Because I'm like, the fun is in the reading. Yes, it's that like, is life. <laughs> fun is reading, and it it gives us as writers a break from you oh. know it, it's a mental break for us to just dive enjoy. into someone else's world and just enjoy yeah. the craft of a different and not know aspect. what's gonna happen. Right, <laughs> not know what's gonna yeah. happen. <laughs> and I'm sitting here, I'm making up stories in my head before I read it, and I'm like, okay, well that didn't happen, so what's gonna happen? <laughs> And it's so funny because readers are like, oh my God, like y'all really fangirl over I'm like, yeah, like I be fangirling over people. <laughs> yes. Like, they, that's real. They don't understand. Like, yeah, no, we're writers, but we're readers first and we fangirl over, yes. you know, our favorite like, authors oh my too. God, I'm <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm cool. Like, that's something cool. <laughs> right. I'm like, yeah, it's so. We, we we get it and I think that's just you know it goes hand in hand and we, we understand it from both angles both perspectives so it is an amazing feeling well I I have enjoyed my time I swear we could go on and on and on to the break of dawn with these books and I I, uh, I hate that it's coming to an end but you know you are always welcome back on Aww, platform anytime you. <laughs> you're welcome you are you are welcome anytime on the platform because I know that you are going to give me some dynamic writing and we're going to have some great conversations about it <laughs> absolutely I love your spirit oh you're so much fun to talk to <laughs> <laughs> thank you so so much well you guys you readers I thank you so much for tuning in and listening to us and bearing with our sniggles and giggles but I already told you you guys know how I am and I, I fangirl over Miss Tanisha Little every day of the week so yes you you're so deserving and I appreciate you guys for tuning in please make sure you pick up her books the series is the Unapologetically Me series it is Unapologetically Me a silent gift What's Best For Me and What's Best For Me Part 2. She just released another book called Getting Even. 
get that one too. Show her some love. I promise you, you will not be disappointed. Please make sure you are following the Get Caught Up Podcast. We are now on Instagram at Get Caught Up Podcast and on Twitter at GCU underscore podcast. Also, follow Untamed Publishing on Instagram at Untamed Publishing LLC and on Twitter at Untamed Pub and on Facebook at Untamed Publishing. If you would like to follow me, I am on all social media under author untamed on on facebook twitter instagram and youtube please make sure that you tune in this sunday to our socially conscious corner me and the ladies of the socially conscious corner will be discussing the nba and protesting and also the incident in kenosha um, with the killings during that protesting as well we just want to break that down and discuss the ever-growing need and the frequency of these police shootings and the the just the results and and what's triggering this across America. So please make sure you tune in to Sunday at 7 p.m. We will be discussing um, that information. Also, come not next week. But on the 15th of September, show up again at 9 p.m. We will be interviewing poet and your oral diction president and CEO, Akil Ali. You do not want to miss his hot poetry, so make sure you tune back in to that. I appreciate you guys as always. Sponsors and supporters love you. And until next time, you guys, remain untamed. Good night.